Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back. 151 is the time here in the KSL Newsroom. It's episode number 293. Listen, for the past 293 episodes, we have been counting up, right? That's what you do as you march forward. Well, uh, on Friday, if you remember, I made uh, quite an announcement. And it is that, uh, and it, the announcement is that we're starting to count down. Uh, that we on Friday commenced a, uh, a month-long goodbye. And that my last day here uh, as host of Live Mike will be on April 2nd. And then I will uh, say goodbye and I'll be heading back to Washington, D.C. with my family. I'm going to uh, take a job working for... Uh, Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee, I'll be the director of communications out there. Uh, and so I, I bring that up now just to, uh, to let you know that the days are numbered and that it uh, has been an incredible honor and a privilege to be here with you these afternoons for this past uh, year. We went through uh, a pair of impeachments together. We went through a presidential election together. We went through some uh, social turmoil together. We went through an earthquake quite literally on the air here together. And uh, I'll, I'll miss those days. But I'm not going anywhere uh, for the next month. So uh, we'll be able to spend plenty of time here together. And uh, the another reason I bring it up right now is I could use your help. I want to, uh, over the course of the next month, in our last month here together, I want to go back and revisit some of the highlights of the past year. And so I want to open up the text line, 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line, and uh, and ask for your advice. If there was a moment uh, during the show over this past year that jumped out to you uh, that you'd like to, to replay or revisit, uh, something that was either uh, real serious and made you think or real funny and made you laugh, uh, let, let's together try to remember those moments here. Uh, now, you might be saying, Lee, was was your show just think about it yourself here's a true thing about uh, about hosting a program like this and i've i've talked to Doug Wright about it who you know i worked with for a long time i've talked to my dad uh, about it who has been a, a talk show host for years and years and uh with whom i uh, worked for a long time and it, it is that once once you are done with a day's program that sometimes within an hour it becomes very difficult to remember w- what you talked about, right? There is such intense focus on making sure you get all the details right and all the facts right and all the names and titles and locations and dates and details, uh, all of it correct, that uh, when, when the program's over, uh, it gets uh, it gets tough to remember. It gets tough to remember what you discussed. And so that's the, the principle playing out for me. I know we had some good times. I know we've uh, uh, hit some high notes over this past year. Uh, just help me remember what stood out to you. Five seven five zero zero. A few folks tuning in uh, right now saying, Lee, I just missed it. What, what are you talking about? Uh, it's this real simply. Uh, it's a bittersweet announcement that uh, I'm just a month left here on the air. In one month from now, uh, on April 2nd specifically, uh, I'll say goodbye to you for the for the last time here on KSL News Radio, uh, my family and I uh, we're going to take a job in Washington D.C. again. I'll be working for uh, Senator Mike Lee, 
as a director of communications. Looking forward to this transition, and I want to do it with you. You know, you can still find me on social media, of course, and uh, we'll still interact there. And uh, and whoever comes here to replace me, I am confident will do uh, a wonderful and capable job, and I look forward to, to listening. So uh, you and I will become listeners again together. That's it. Uh, I do want to talk to you right now in these few minutes we have left before the newscast about Dr. Seuss. On the 2nd, about a week ago, it was uh, Read Across America Day. Historically, that has corresponded with uh, Dr. Seuss's birthday. And a, a few years ago, the organization behind Read Across America Day, uh, they decided, eh, you know what, I think maybe uh, we're going to distance ourselves from uh, this Dr. Seuss, if he's even a real doctor. And well, they, they looked into his past and saw that uh, maybe there were some things they weren't uh, too pleased with, and there was uh, there was some smart Ivy League study that analyzed his books and extracted from that maybe uh, some uh, discriminatory views and positions. Anyway, in the wake of that, this year it was announced by Dr. Seuss Enterprises, which is the organization that publishes the Dr. Seuss books, uh, they're the organization that when I was young and I got Six by Seuss, that box set of hardcover books, uh, they're the ones behind that. They're the ones that received the, uh, the payment when my mom and dad purchased that gift for me. Well, they announced, that is Dr. Seuss Enterprises, that uh, they would be removing from the shelves, from publication, from distribution and sales, uh, six titles that may contain offensive uh, and even racial Images. Uh, one of them, I think, was to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. That was the one of the six that I recognized. The other, the other five titles, I, I didn't recognize them. Some in the newsroom said they had seen them, uh, but they were certainly some of the lesser-known Dr. Seuss books. That night, the night of uh, March second, the day of Read Across America Day, when it was announced that uh, that you know Dr. Seuss, I guess, is uh, getting canceled to some degree. I was online, you know, scrolling through Facebook, and it was pretty dominated by folks with strong feelings. Uh, most of the parents that I know were posting, uh, you know, photographs of the Dr. Seuss book that they were reading to their child that night. Uh, additionally, I saw this on uh, Facebook, and uh, it was from the, the, the founder of Entrada, uh, that Utah company. Uh, he said, he said, how about this? Dr. Seuss Enterprises chooses six lesser-known titles, and by tomorrow, mark my words, you'll see at the top of the Amazon bestsellers list uh, a Dr. Seuss book or two. Uh, well, he was right and he was wrong. Dr. Seuss uh, books certainly uh, rocketed to the top of the Amazon.com bestsellers list, but it wasn't two or three, it was 15 of them. 15 Dr. Seuss publications currently sit in the top 20 uh, of Amazon purchases made right now in the bookstore. Yeah, Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat is currently the best-selling book on Amazon's uh, U.S. store. Cat in the Hat. You believe that? Uh, Green Eggs and Ham is up there as well. Uh, and I can't resist playing this for you. Uh, I'll tell you what. I- I'm going to push play on a soundbite right here. And I want you to text in uh, the voice the voice you're hearing, 57500. And I love this story, and so I'm going to read it to you. Sam I Am. That Sam I Am, that Sam I Am. I do not like that Sam I am. Do you like green eggs and ham? 
I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do. All right. Do you recognize that voice? Remember that day? <laughs> anyway, a little green eggs and ham. I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I won't give you the answer. Uh, five seven five zero zero to the Utah Community Credit Union text line. After the break, I'll, I'll give you the right answer, uh, and then we'll also share with you the top two stories at two o'clock. The top two stories uh, that, in my humble estimation, uh, deserve conversation, deserve discussion around your kitchen table this evening. That's up next. The top two at two here on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.